I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. What's up, guys? Welcome back to episode 129 of Psychotic and Iconic. Paul's here along with my co-host Nick Theories and Philly Phil. Thank you to everybody that's tuned into the live stream tonight. If you haven't done so already, please go ahead and share it. Thank you to everybody that likes, follows, and subscribes to all of our platforms. I don't have all my fantastic fabric tonight, but Nick does. We have tank tops, long sleeves, hoodies, and t-shirts. Slide in our messages if you need one. If you're overweight, we can accommodate. If you're in shape, keep being great. Hey! Episode 129 is live, brother. I like that. I like that. That's a great intro. Hey. That got me going. Yo, all shapes and sizes. We can do it. This is 129? Damn, man. 129. That's crazy. That just hit me. Like, holy yeah. shit. We I out know. here. When I was typing it up today, I was laughing when I put it up. We out shit. here. 129. Of well, I remember doing episode meat. 100 and thinking that was crazy. That's crazy, man. And now we got 71 more until uh, 200, which is even crazier. But you know how it rocks. So how about my bet last night? Yeah, that's uh, it's funny, but it's not funny. And it's funny. I was just telling Phil this. When you, if you're into sports gambling, everybody's been there losing by a half a point or a half a yard. And I was telling him, I'm like, Nick sends me a text right before I fell asleep. And it was Van Jefferson. He's at 32 yards. And he's like, all right, I got that one. I got the touchdown from AJ Dillon. I just need, I think it was Aaron, I need, I need Aaron, Aaron Jones. Jones over 20 and a half. And he got yards. that. And he got it right before yeah. the half. So it's like half time, 32 yards. That's like easy. You I'm need like, one oh, catch. oh, he just needs a catch or a screen pass or something. Yeah. Just give him the ball. For Next thing sakes. I know, I wake up to a text message and Nick ready to commit. Um, having a meltdown over here because he lost by a half yard, and I just look at it and I'm like, "Damn!" I was so mad. You have no idea how mad I was. But so, you, everybody so, that's gambled has been there. So for everybody listening, I had Aaron Jones over 20 and a half receiving yards. Check. AJ Dillon anytime touchdown score. Check. Green Bay Packers minus one and a half. I did the alternate line. Check. Van Jefferson his over under was 32 and a half receiving yards. I had 32 yards. <laughs> I lost by a half a yard. That hurt, bro. That pierced my soul. That hurt. What did you say, Phil? How much money would you have won? It, it was 160. I only put $15 on it. I mean, but, but $160, bro. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah we were that not? close. Yeah, like, yo, we were that close. Like, yo, that's like somebody just like kicking you in the balls with a cleat. I told you this. <laughs> like we were, that ass, yo. When, when Peter was on our show two weeks ago or last week, whenever it was, I said, that's why I don't bet $10 and stuff like that because I don't want to stress out to win 150 bucks. Because if that was me last night, I would have been doing the same thing. Well, it's Christmas time. 
Yeah, I know. Recoup. I know. I know. I'm the same <laughs> way. Out here, fam. I'm the same what way. You talking about? But I'd rather aim high and miss high because if I lose like bro, 160 dollars, bro, that's to me that's I, I, that's yeah. significant. Yeah. That's anybody great. else that you know that could be chump change. That's cool. But for me, I I, I would appreciate 160 dollars. Well, anybody <laughs> would right now. I mean, it's that's like what I'm saying. I know. I think it's 145 dollars for a carton of eggs right now. Bro, I was pissed, <laughs> yo. I was so mad, fam. Oh my god, ever ruined my night. Yeah, shit happens though. Other but, than that, it was great to see uh, Baker shit the bed and lose to get hell. Yeah, you know what's crazy? Uh, no, actually, no. I'm 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 gonna be fair though with that. I think he played all right. Okay, I was just gonna say. I think he played all right. Yeah, it's weird because last night when he threw that touchdown pass, he now has one more touchdown pass than Mac Jones. That's that's crazy, right? Did you know that? It is. Mac yeah. Jones is struggling. I saw he made, he made a couple. I actually, and you know what's crazy? I don't even want to beat up on Mac Jones. We're gonna get to him in a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I don't want to beat up on him. I will save that. So we're gonna start off tonight, guys, with the Eagles beating the Bears twenty-five to twenty. Um, so, uh, Jalen Hurts three rushing touchdowns, no passing touchdowns. Any concern for that? No, I mean it's one game. I mean, it was it's windy as hell in Chicago. Chicago is not an easy place to play in. Uh, I just you know everybody has that game. You know he's still an MVP candidate. He still scored on, on he had what three rushing touchdowns. So. That's that's still pretty significant um, to me. So he was still a factor in the game. He's still an X factor, and he he threw some dimes in there um, that you know not many quarterbacks can throw um, in the leagues. You know that one to uh, AJ Brown, Devontae Two of them. Smith. Yeah, and it's funny and they're, right, they're right in the bread basket, and it's in it's in some tough condi- in, in tough conditions. So for me, I'm not gonna I'm not worried about the zero touchdown passes. What what would concern me is the interceptions, mm-hmm. uh, two picks. So. Um, because when you play a good team in the playoffs, that's going to be tough to overcome because turnover battles in the playoffs, you usually win. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'd, that would be my only concern. But other than that, um, were you nervous at any point in the game that they were going to lose? Not really, because to me, I kept saying this. I was actually uh, I stopped at my dad's for a little bit. and oh, um, God, we, were, we were talking about it and I'm like they need to learn to win games like that because you're not going to blow every team out. I agree. So, like, games like that help. That's where you build character. That's where you get into pressure situations. Mm-hmm. That's where you learn what you're made of. That's where you can learn and grow and, and shit like that. So, I was, like, again, I'm encouraged by that when you can win a tough, gritty game. I know another team that we're going to talk about shortly that can't win tough, gritty games. No, I, that's a great point. And, and, you know, and not many people think about that angle, but I definitely do. I'm like, I kind of share the same brain as you do when we talk about the games and everything and how we analyze and, and how we, you know, can see, you know, different things and different angles. And uh, that one to me is, mm-hmm. is definitely one I totally agree with. Um, yeah. I mean, like you need to learn how to play in, you know, in close games, the presser situations, like that's going to come up eventually. So when you're prepared for it, then, you know, you're. I, I think you're more equipped to go farther in the playoffs because those situations will happen down the line when you play good teams, especially like San Fran, Dallas down the road um, in the playoffs. Possibly, I mean, who knows? But I sweat Dallas. I'm just saying, any opponent, and you know, that they're, they're. It's gonna. It's not gonna be an easy path. Um, you know, the playoffs never really are, but the Eagles are still clear the best team in the NFL. It's to me, it's not even a question. So. My thing is too is like to one. the 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 passes that he threw to AJ Brown and Devontae Smith Amazing. and stuff. I st- I tweeted this yesterday. If Josh Allen would have thrown that touchdown, I mean, if Josh Allen would have thrown that pass in his in AJ Brown's breadbasket, yeah. it would have been all over every news media outlet for the rest of the week until Christmas Eve, because that's just what it is. For some you think odd reason, a, a love fest. You there really is a love fest. That. There is. It's absolutely. I don't know where you see that, it, dude. Chris Broussard that I just said that Josh Allen should be in the MVP race. 
I, well, that that I disagree with that. The love fest. I love Josh Allen. I I, I understand but I, that. I'm very objective to him. I wouldn't go that far. What do you mean? I said he was playing. He, he was playing the 28th best quarterback. He should. He's not in the Pro Bowl. If he gets if he gets voted in the Pro Bowl, then it doesn't mean anything. He, he, he does not deserve a Pro Bowl now. Oh, all right, that's fine then. Okay. If he was the 28th best quarterback for two months during the season. How are you in the Pro Bowl? How are you one of the I, best quarterbacks? I totally agree. But this year, have... I'm talking about this year. I'm not saying <clears throat> yeah. in the future. I think I think Josh Allen is a top top quarterback in his league. I think he's he, he's probably he's two right now. I'll but give him I'll give him cap. number two. It's that's, not cap. Absolute cap. Well, I, I have him at two. That's yeah. fair, but yeah. that's okay. Josh Allen. I'm going to say this before you could say Burrow's number two. I'm not going to argue with no. that because there you, you you can make a compelling case. But what I'm saying is, I think Josh Allen can prove a lot of doubters wrong if he can go far in the playoffs. I I agree on that, and he can, but he and, has to do it. But yeah. So, right before we get back on topic, let me just say this: I don't in six years. Oh, we were potting. If Josh <laughs> Allen plays the way he's playing right yeah. now for the next six years, mm-hmm. he will be a below average quarterback in six years. He cannot take those hits for the next five years of his career. He will be at year nine or year 10. He's going to turn into Cam Newton quickly. You can't get hit like that. Yeah. Especially when you're that big, the impact is more. But it's a gift and a curse with those kind it of is. quarterbacks. However, so it's what do you want? Do you want a pocket passer then that can last you longer? Or do you want somebody that can make plays with their feet and still pass? You have to make plays with your feet, but you have to know when to get down. Oh, That's oh, why no, I, I know. I, I totally agree. But sometimes it's, it's kind of un, like unavoidable. It's, yes and it, no. It's the heat of the moment, bro. Yeah. You're playing football. No, bro. and like, I got you. But, just, but look what look, it happened to Michael Vick. It's going to happen to Lamar. The same reason you hate Lamar is what I'm telling you. That's why I said Josh Allen and Lamar are very, very similar quarterbacks. I don't hate Lamar. But you don't think that he's in that realm, and that's fine. Uh, yeah. But I'm saying the style of quarterback, Josh Allen has a way stronger arm, and I'm with you on that. But his style of quarterback play, his body will break down. He Like, you can't sustain those impactful hits from linebackers and defensive linemen. He is the entire offense. The ball is give the, give the ball to Josh Allen and let him run around and do crazy shit. And it's not going to hold up for 10 years. It's just simply not. And his body is going to break down. Well, that's why you take advantage of it now because he can still be a pocket passer. I, 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 I and still be successful. I, I'm, okay. That's how I, he just can't, he just has to cut down on the turnovers. Yeah. And that's fine. I think he see, I think he can still be a pocket passer and still be successful if, if even when his legs go. Yeah. So for me, like, I, I, like you might as well use them now. Yeah. Because as you get older, you're not going to be like that. So you right. might as well use the freshness that you have now, you know, the youth. Yeah. So I, that's where I disagree in gotcha. a sense. You All know? Right. So um, now we're going to get back on topic. Jalen Hurts inj- injures his shoulder. What does that mean for you going forward? Because it don't mean much to me. Um, no, I mean. The, I think he's going to play Saturday. Well, the Eagles, you just need one win to lock up the number one seat. So yeah. um, it, if, if he can rest, then who cares? The problem with that is is the rust. I, I don't know if one game would really be No, rust. no, no. Because if you're talking about a sprained shoulder, you, you, you're probably looking at two weeks. Right? And then by the time that happens, the season's already like almost over. You're looking at week um 17 18 mm-hmm. 18 right the last game of the season what do you do you're gonna bench him again so then what happens yeah i'm and, not a fan then, of sitting and then, and then you get a bye yeah and then you don't play again until the next week so the in reality that's like a month off that would concern me i'm not a fan of sitting because of the rust. i agree i just don't i, I, I don't like it like I if you it. if you have the first if you have the first round buy and all that shit locked up if you want to sit the second half of a game, I'm cool. But with you have to get out there. You have to get run. You have to get tackled and stuff. And it is what it is. I, that I sucks agree. to say that, but it is what it is. You have to play because I've seen it too many times. I agree. I like. Yeah, you gotta play. Like e- even if you don't play the whole game, 
I'm okay yeah. with that. And not for nothing, just, but just, he, even if he misses against the Cowboys, he should still be the MVP. Just like, don't again, take dumb hits. If a yeah. guy's coming at you, throw the ball away. Yeah. Get down. Just don't, don't just, just, just be careful as much as you can. But the problem is like when you, when you try to be careful, that's when you actually get hurt. Yeah. Because you're tiptoeing around shit Correct. instead of just playing the game. Correct. But don't Shane Stetson needs to not call 500 designed runs for him. Let him just throw the ball. Not everything has to be a run. You know what I mean? Like he ran a lot against that defense. He was getting beat up yeah. the whole day. So, I mean, and even if you, again, uh, to reiterate myself. Well, the Eagles weren't running the football, which was really confusing. No, they weren't me. running it with Miles Sanders. They were Correct. running it with Jalen Hurts. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Which was which was really bizarre. And I, I, I'm trying to figure out why. Well, Nick Sirianni said that was on him. He just said that it was kind of like a, a a blip in a sense. Like he doesn't, he didn't really, he just said that's all me. I mean, shit. did any other coach like step up and say, hey, Hey Nick, yeah. you you know let's let's run the ball with Miles. Yeah, like we got to use our guys. The guy just went off last week against the Giants. He's been awesome this year. He's, actually, he actually he's been playing really great. He's played played great. Miles Scott. He's played played really well. So I, I'm just really confused by the by his usage this game, especially when your quarterback is in tough conditions like that. It's cold as fuck out there. I know. You take a hit. You take a big hit in that, in that cold. I, it was funny. I was it saying that too. Bro. That shit hurts. Absolutely it hurts. So do you think that if he misses the it game hurts. on Saturday, <laughs> do you think on Saturday, if he misses the game, he still should be the MVP? Yeah. Well, I do too, actually. It's one game. Who's been better than him? Yeah. Well, I was going to say Mahomes, but. Because of his passing stats. Yeah. But it's look, funny. Let's look at the whole body It's funny. Work. Shady said this today. Who's got a better record? record. Shady said this today. It makes so much sense. When Mahomes won his MVP, were they saying it was because of Tyreek Hill? No. They were just saying that he played great. Exactly. Now, Jalen Hurts wants to win his MVP. They're saying, ah, well, it's because of A.J. Brown. They're just finding reasons now. They're nitpicking. Exactly. I don't understand it because he ran away with the award. Well, Tom Brady led the league last year in almost every single passing That's category. a great. That's a great stat because I said that. I should. He should have been MVP. Won. Yeah. So, yeah, if we're going by that measure – Jalen Hurts is the MVP. He has the staffs and he has the record. Look at his team. His team is the number one team in, 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 the, in the NFL. Yeah. They're the best record in the league. So, yeah, it, it would be Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm on the, I, I'm on the I, I don't care if he sits this week. That should not be a detriment to his greatness for 15 weeks. It just, it, it's, that's not fair. I know. I agree. That's just like, where are you measuring at that point? Are you measuring, um, you know, a, a guy's health? Come on. I know. And it's not like he's missing. Game? He didn't miss games all year. A game? It's Come maybe on. one game. But I don't, like, again, I think he's still going to play. I think he's going to play, too. I definitely do. All right, guys, moving on to our next. Psychotic and the Jaguars and OT beat mm. them Cowboys. Them boys fuck it up again. 40 to 34. Dak throws two interceptions. That's exactly <laughs> Dak throws what they were. Two interceptions. Uh, and the game loser picks six in overtime. Is this on coaching or is it on Dak? I don't think it's on Dak. I don't think Dak like Dak threw the pick, but the, the I mean the pass was right there. I mean I'm not I'm not I gonna, actually I'm not too. gonna point blame at Dak. This was not his fault. He's throwing he's throwing a lot of interceptions though. He is, but that was that was a that was a drop pass that flew in the air and the guy caught it. Good like, play. Like it was just a good play on the defense. That wasn't Dak's fault. The, the ball the ball was there. That was just a drop. Um, so I'm not going to blame Dak for that. So I know a lot of people are, are you know, calling Dak out and stuff like that. And and I get it. But, like, I'm just trying to be objective here. You know, I'm not, I'm not a Dak guy. I'm not a Dak fan. Um, like, I'm not, not that I'm, not, like, not a fan. I just don't like the Cowboys. But what I'm saying is, is, like, a lot of people are blaming him. And it's like, bro, did you watch the game? Well, that the just comes with. The guy fucking dropped the ball. Like, yeah. yo, like, wh what did you want him to do? 
Of course he's going to throw a pick. It doesn't matter who's throwing the ball. Mahomes could have threw that ball, and if the, if the guy didn't catch it, it's getting picked into pick six. Will we will we still have the same energy? No. Exactly. Mahomes so and Allen are, are exempt from that. Man, I'm here to like to defend the, the, the fucking people, bro. Like that's what I, I just feel like with me, with Dak, now, when you're the quarterback of the Cowboys, everything gets over-exaggerated. And I'm a Dak fan. I like Dak. I like his story and all that. The Cow Pukes. I agree. Um, but I don't <laughs> think it's – it's like I would say it's 85% on – coaching and 15% on Dak. What are you doing throwing a 40-yard pass to Noah Brown on third and 10 instead of running the ball and making the Jaguars use their final timeout? Well, Dak didn't give up 40 points. No, I understand that. And it, oh yeah, partially it goes well, to the defense too. 34. But I'm saying that's a dumb play call. Oh, okay. That's a dumb play call. Yeah, absolutely. You throw a 40-yard bomb and it wasn't even catchable the ball to Noah Brown, your third wide receiver on third and 10 and now you give the Jaguars the timeout they need to be able to get the field goal to tie the game and send it to overtime. Yeah. That's just dumb shit. And that's what I'm saying with Mike McCarthy. They're just, they're always out coached. He was going for the kill because like my thing is, if but he that's could, stupid. But if he completes that, we're having a different conversation. No, you're not. Wow. That was a great play. That no. was an awesome play. We have no. the Cowboys can, you know, they can actually finish games. It, no. it would be a different conversation. I don't think so. I think it would be that they got lucky, but I think, I think that it's the same thing should still be driven home. It's a dumb play call. Like we said it with John Harbaugh when he was going for two last year all the times. And I say it about Brandon Staley for the Chargers. You have to do risk and reward. I get it. Sometimes in the heat of the moment. Yeah. But you also have to know when to let your head take over your heart. Like you have to know better. You can't do that in that situation. You're talking about situational football. That's exactly what it is. And that's the problem with Mike McCarthy. Undisciplined and situational football like the Buccaneers. Stupid shit. Yeah. And that stuff ruins it. And it just did for them. And now the game that could have been where they controlled their own destiny. I mean, and if they played Gardner Minshew, they could have won out and won the division. Well, they were up 27 to 10 and they completely collapsed. And like I said, this happened. I also said this too (laughs) with Micah Parsons. Everybody was saying for the first three games, oh, Lawrence Taylor, can you stop? I'm going to be real. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't watch this game until the end. Um, This was a game that I, I was, I was watching the Eagles game. Uh, happened to be the same time slot, so I was kind of paying attention to that. And uh, I saw twenty seven ten. I'm like, oh fuck, the, you know, the Cowboys are gonna win. I was kind of keeping score because I'm like, I felt like I felt like the Jags. Like I felt pretty good about the Jags. I like them, at, you know, plus three and a half. Um, I like them to cover. So I told I, you, I had them on a money line. Yeah, you did. That was a great call. Yeah, you know, that, that was a beautiful call. You did call that last pod. I said they. I said last the week. Eagles would win because they have an adult at quarterback and an adult at head coach. And I felt like they were able to keep the main thing on the Bears. And I felt like you had the whole fucking team on Dallas talking about Eagles Week, Jalen Hurts' MVP yeah. status. They were overlooking the Jaguars, and that's not smart because Trevor Lawrence is leading like every st- statistical category over the last month or two. He's been unbelievable over the last three games. 14 touchdowns 11, and one interception. 11 touchdowns, one interception. 14 and one now. He's 14 because he had three on Sunday. Uh, maybe the last four then. It's but crazy. That's that's amazing stats. But like, yeah, no, I, I totally agree. Um, yeah, I just think it's a collapse by the Cowboys. I mean, I mean, they gave up. They got they got gashed in the second half. I mean, it was 27 10. And then it just seemed to be downhill from there. I felt like the Cowboys started to feel the pressure when they started to come back a little bit and they started to crumble. Yeah. You know, like they were like, oh shit, like this, you know, they probably took their foot off the Started gas. feeling themselves. Yeah, they started feeling themselves. Instead of going for the kill, you know, they let the, you know, this team get back into it. They got confidence. And then it was 27 17. I'm like, oh shit, the Jaguars scored. I'm like, oh shit. And then all of a sudden they scored again. I think it was another, it was another bomb by Zay Jones. Yeah. And he played awesome he with was three touchdowns. That cornerback. I mean, cooking dude, his ass. I mean, three touchdowns. I mean, he was the, 
the real reason that you know Jacksonville was in the game. Yeah. To be honest with you, um, he played outstanding, and uh, yeah, nobody's seen that coming. I had that guy on my bench on my dynasty league, and I hurt. Yeah, forty-eight yeah. points. So yeah, D uh, Dak and the Cowboys go down again, and that's really all there is to it. Took the juice out of Sunday. Yeah, I'm pissed about that, man. Me too. I it, was, to see, it was gonna like, be a special matchup. Yeah, man. Like that would have been that would have been dope. Yeah, I agree. It, it really, it really takes the whole thing out, man. I know. But all right, guys, we are moving on to our next topic. Oh, they play Saturday. Yeah. The Bills beat the Dolphins 32 to 29, and the Love Fest returns. Well, what what's what's wrong with that? He played really well. He actually did. He, I, that's the first thing I wanted to talk about. His performance. It was fucking awesome. That was Josh amazing. Allen, bro. Yeah, amazing. it's Josh Allen, dude. Three hundred and four passing yards, four, four touchdowns, one hundred and nineteen point two quarterback rating. How many rushing yards do you have? Just out of curiosity. Um, eight hundred. I don't know. I had it on my fantasy team. Yeah. I don't even know. I, I was. I had a buy. Yeah. Kicked my feet up this week. That's the best. It's fine. I wouldn't know nothing about it. It was. But... Kind of, it was kind of fire. I'm not gonna lie. Um, Hold yeah, on. I'll give you the stats. Yeah. He had 77 rushing yards. He had a 44 yard run. That's what it was. Yeah, I remember that. That was great. Josh Allen played excellent. He's awesome. That's what you need with Josh Allen, though. He's fucking awesome. You need him to not turn the ball over. He's 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 awesome. Yeah, like I like I love watching Josh Allen play football, dude. Like there's like I can watch the I can watch him forever, dude. Like he's fucking awesome, dude. The love like, fest. It's not the love fest, bro. It's just like he's entertaining, dude. Like he could just make miraculous. Like he can make plays, man. Like he's, he's a football great. player. Like it, it's it's weird because like you look at him and you don't expect him to hurdle over people and run like that. He's an animal. That's what makes me kind of like taken back. I'm like, I look at him. He's in the pocket, kind of bulky. Yeah. Fucking, he has a rocket he's arm. Built by like the way. Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, and then he takes off and he's like. He's a running back. Yeah. He's hurtling over people, juking, getting the first down. He looks he, like Ron Dane. He knows where the chains are. He's just, he's just like, he's awesome, dude. He's, he's like the total package, bro. Like, it's crazy. The one thing I will say, yeah, though, I do love fast, bro. I love Josh Allen, bro. Like, I, yeah. I think he's a great player, man. I think the, the, the Bills are so lucky to have him, dude. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, he's a franchise he's, changer. He's amazing, man. I just like with me, too. The, the problem is they need to, they, he can't be their best running back. They need to establish the run game. And I don't understand it because Devin Singletary is good. Um, yeah, I don't they, he's the weirdest player. I can't I can never gauge him. I, I don't get I it. I thought this game would be a Devin Singletary type of game. You know, it was cold weather, it was snowing. I thought I thought they were just gonna hammer him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And but they're um, not built for those games. It's start they rely on Josh Allen a lot. And, and he's the whole he's the entire if they go as he goes. And his downfall is that he makes stupid plays at the wrong time. And, you know, eventually when you have that so like on you so much and you're always, you know, in the play and making the plays, eventually you're going to fuck up. Yeah. It, it's just human nature. Yeah. Um. So, you know, but he's done it at the worst times, unfortunately. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to watch um, them in, in the playoffs this year. Do you think they're about to go uh, on a run? I think so. I think so, man. I, 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 I'm rooting for Josh Allen, man. Like, I, I like the kid. Like, I, I want him to win a Super Bowl. That's outside of Brady. That's the guy I want. And, and Jalen Hurts. That is the guy. He's my third. I'm Burrow and, and Hurts. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it, I, I would put Hurts number one. Brady, I already, I, I have seven. That's cool. Pause. Seven. Yeah. Pause. Whoa. And then three would be Josh Allen. But yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Like, he's fucking fantastic, dude. Like, what did you think? Cause you, cause you, I, I, yeah, you hate it. 
No, I don't. Bro. I'm objective. No, no, because when he does bad, you make it loud. Absolutely. Because when why? He, because but you, why don't you do that for Mahomes? I do. When Mahomes threw three interceptions, you didn't get this loud. I talked about it. I said the same thing. I said that it needs to stop that he's the MVP. That should be a detriment to him. No, but there's no love fest about for, for Mahomes. Well, he's or, done it. Or do you think he's earned it? He's earned it. He's been so the, so that's your thing. Yeah, you have to earn it. So if Josh Allen fucks around winning the Super Bowl and everybody loves him, and you ain't gonna say nothing. I'll stop. No, because he proved to me that he could win it. But other than that, he's a regular degular. All right. Not but, like that. Not like trash like that. I'm just no, saying, I like, you. I he's you. your he's a quarterback that hasn't accomplished anything. You gotta win an MVP. You gotta win a Super it's Bowl. His fifth year. He's young. Yeah. I'm, and I'm not, I'm not he's saying he's 26 that. years old. He's younger than us. <laughs> I, I know. It's crazy, man. Look crazy? at that. I know. Yo, it's crazy. He's four years younger than us. And my man is he's beast, five years bro. younger than me. He's hurtling over people, bro. Like yeah. that's that's not normal. I know, dude. He's, but that's no. the love fest, bro. I know it is. And that's what I'm saying. I just want him to earn it before that's I just want him to earn it before he gets there. Because when he throws a pass and it's a good one, you hear about it everywhere. But when he plays bad, there's only a select few like me that will actually be okay enough to say, like, damn, he's playing really fucking bad. Everybody that's watching right now, where do you rank Josh Allen in the NFL? Everyone's going to say one or two. And that's I what I'm talking know. about. I want to know in the comments right now what you guys think. I have, him. I, have him, I have him at number two. Pauls has him at what? what? Five? Uh, wait, this season? No, just just in general. Like Just you, in general? I have him at top five. Definitely not two. Him and Burrow. I, Burrow and Mahomes are clear cut better than me, okay. in my opinion. All right. But then after that, I would probably put him at three. I can't really think of anyone. I mean, talent for talent, you can make the argument Herbert. But, like I said, that's a different discussion for a different day because Herbert's got to win games. Well, he's got to win. Yeah, well, he's he's, he's got to win. He's got to win games. We're talking about Josh Allen winning championships. Yeah. Justin Herbert he's needs to learn to playoffs. win games. Correct. At that, least. That's what I'm saying. But that's why you don't see the love fest with me with Herbert. I call out the same people on that. I did it on TikTok. You got to win games at some point. Do you think the Bills are going to the the, the uh, AFC Championship game? It depends like, on what's where, their ceiling for you. Um, the AFC Championship game. That's their ceiling. I don't think they can get to the Super Bowl. Dude. Why? What's what, what's a team that could beat them? The Bengals can beat them. I think the Bengals are better than them. Um, I disagree, but go ahead. Yeah, I think the Bengals are the best team in the AFC. And then after that, the reason I would put the Chiefs above them is because I would trust Andy Reid and I would trust Patrick Mahomes before him. But I think that Buffalo as a unit is better than the chiefs. I don't think as a unit, they're better than the Bengals. The Bengals to me are the best team in the AFC clear and clear. You know, what's so funny is that we're saying this now, but I can guarantee you there's going to be another sleeper team along the lines here in the AFC. Yeah. I mean, and you know who I think that is who I was very impressed by the dolphins. I know they lost. I know they lost, but for a Florida team, a Miami team to go into Buffalo in the snow, and hang in there and lose by a last-second field goal, I'm confident as fuck in what, the playoffs, What bro. did Tua prove to you? Because he proved a lot to me. He proved a lot to me. He proved he, to he, me that everybody needs to stop questioning him. He could play. The kid could play. He's a quarterback. Flat out. He could, he's a quarterback. He played really, really well. Um, and he gets – and and this is where I freak out. But, because he's – But they'll say, well, they have Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle. I don't give a fuck. That's, that's what the narrative would be, though. Yeah, you need good players. Did yeah. Josh Allen do anything before Diggs got there? No. Um, so, yeah, I guess that. But I'm just saying, and I, I'm not knocking him there. I'm just simply saying that you need to have good players around you. Your quarterback pops when you get a wide receiver. The only one that hasn't popped is Justin Herbert. He's popped statistically. Okay. He hasn't popped winning. He's got weapons, but his weapons are always 
they're always hurt. It's weird. I can't even explain yeah. that situation. Yeah. But for me, Tua needs to get his respect. And I've been saying it for a while now. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous, dude. Tua can play football. And to go up there, like you said, in a snowstorm, and you only lost by three, yeah. you were seven and a half point dogs. Yeah. I, I, I just, I don't understand what people watch. And then, oh, QB wins isn't a stat. Like when they say that, like, isn't the point of the fucking game to win it? Mm -hmm. What do you mean it's not a stat? Yes, it is. Yeah. No, so I, totally I just, agree. for me with the Dolphins, the Dolphins are sneaky. They are very, very good. I don't know what I was thinking two weeks ago when I said the Patriots would finish with a better record. I was on something. I don't know. Yo, I'm embarrassed by that. Yeah, I it, it, I think Miami is that is that weird team though. They could. It's just you, you, because I they're like one of those teams that like they play like they have nothing to lose. Well, they have a good they have good leadership. I like that. And Mike McDaniel, I love I love their coach. Mike McDaniel's relationship with Tua is vital to their success. Yeah, because it's. It helps you when somebody believes in you. And it's like real love. Like you could tell, like they, they love each other. Dude. They care like about they, each other. And that shit he, goes, yeah. that shit goes a long way, dude. But I feel like he helps them out in terms of like the pregame, right? Like whole joke with Tua, you know, before the, you know, before the game, but that's just to like loosen them up and then just get them comfortable and yeah. just, just relax. Yeah. You know what I mean? Laugh, laugh and, you know, just, just, just be you. Yeah. You know, that, that I think that's the message he's trying to send. Because when you're authentic, yeah. it just, it, everything comes out of you. Yeah. That's that's what it's about. It's about going out there and having fun and playing for the love of the game, yeah. not just for your and country. the love of your teammates too. Yeah, because like that you said, you're matter. out there with that's your brothers. Exactly why you, yeah. You're going to war, yeah. getting hit hard and shit like that. That's so why you, you build those to, relationships. You have to play like that, right? I and totally. That, that's why when you see like Jalen Hurts saying that he bought the offensive lineman the Louis bags for traveling, he bought it for the practice squad, he bought it for the reserves. Why? Because you all play a part. It's a big family. That's what that is about. That's what those locker rooms are about. That's why when you see when, when players win championships, what do they do? They cry. Mm -hmm. Steph Curry won his championship last year. He's hysterical crying. That's that's what it's all about. That's what it. That's what sports are. Well, you work all year round, right? Right. Yeah. Like you sacrifice family time to go train. You hone in on your craft. Yeah, exactly. Like you travel to go, you know, practice with other, you know, like your team. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Your teammates somewhere, you know, yeah. or you, you just link up. You, you spend know? all your time with them. Yeah, because that's who you're going to go play the, you know, the sport with. So, um... Yeah, it's just I I think that team is really scary. I, I'm gonna be honest. To me, it's still I still think that's people, the team that can go in the Buffalo and beat them. I still think people are overlooking the Bengals a little bit. They're starting to get hot, uh, but we'll get to them. We'll get to yeah, them. I, I we'll talk about okay. Them. But all right, guys, we're now moving on. The Vikings. First My bad. The Vikings <laughs> beat the Colts 39 to 36. Jeff Saturday blows a 33 point lead in the second half. Yeah. <laughs> and a wild stat. The Colts have been outscored under Jeff Saturday in the fourth quarter, 83 to nine. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm speechless. That's horrible. I could do that. <laughs> is is Jeff Saturday? Is it over for him? Is it is it uh, Black Monday for Jeff Saturday? Um, all right. I have a different I have a different perspective. Oh, I, can't everybody else. I can't wait to hear this one. Go ahead. I got a different perspective. Go ahead. Now. Else. Look, I, I know he blew the biggest lead in history of football. Okay. I totally get it. Okay. But look at the bright side for the Colts, right? What the, bright side? 
just just can can I can I talk? Go ahead. Is that okay? Go ahead. Is everything all right? Mm -hmm. Okay. You can hear me. Loud and clear. Are you paying, are you paying attention? Baby. Yeah, I'm gonna pay attention. All right. Go ahead. I can't wait. What I'm saying baby. is, there's gotta be a. Um, <laughs> there's gotta be the, the bright spot is you were up 33 points on the on a 10 and three team. The worst 10 and three team, according. Okay, to and that's fine. Yeah, to me, I, I don't. I, they're nothing impressive, dude. To be honest with you, um, the, the comeback was awesome, and that's impressive in itself. I mean, that, that's cool. But you play the Colts, mm -hmm. so if you came back against the Chiefs like that, all right, well then I'll tip my cap. But you play the Colts. Mm -hmm. Even I'm not gonna take away from 33 points is a lot. It's the biggest in history. I can't I can't argue that, but. What I'm saying is the bright spot for the Colts is, yo, they were up 33 nothing. Yo, if they could put together two halves, the Colts can be a decent team. Like they can. Like they'll be competitive. They'll be competitive. If they could play like that, that that first half they played right there, that was the best first half they've ever played. No, what, what? the Colts, they scored 33 points, bro. bro it was a and I think it was two, it was a a pick six and, and, a, and a fumble defense, return. I'm talking about the Colts team in general, offense, defense, and special teams. I'm not talking about just their offense. I'm talking about the, the collective unit. They played their best half of football. Their special teams means something different for special. Well, I I get it. But what I'm saying is they th that's a bright spot, bro. They like they, that is a positive that I would take if I was the Colts. But you blew a 33-point lead. So that is a bit, huge negative. But I'm, what I'm saying is if they could string along a little bit of what they did in the first half, in the second half, they would have they won that football game. Honestly, they would have. You're fucking amazing. You're unbelievable. That's a that's a positive thing. If I was a player and you were and you were Nick Saturday and you came in there and you told me about we should grow off of the 33 point lead that we have after it's 39 36 at the end of regulation or at the end of overtime or whatever it was, I would walk out of the locker room. What are you gonna say? Oh my god, we fucking suck. We gotta we, we just fucking implode. I would no, walk you in gotta, there. You gotta like give them some like courage, bro. You're a head coach. You you lead men. I would be pissed off. I'd be ripping everybody. But like, but like, look, if we could just play how we did the first half and we put it in the second half, now like we could, we could, we could beat teams. That team was ten and three. We could hang with anybody. That's the message that he would probably say. No, I. That's, I, that, I that, that's, that's a smart message. That's not like that's not like out of line or crazy shit. That's fucking smart. No. That's communicating with your team. They're like, yo, calm everybody down. I know we just blew the biggest lead in NFL history. <laughs> I can't like, believe yo, you're doing this. But yo, we gotta pump the brakes. Yo, let's go, let's come back to earth, bro. Like next week, we play another game. We, we gotta erase it. Bro, they were they, got, they had a 33 point lead and Matt Ryan threw for 182 yards. <laughs> like, I, I don't understand. Like <laughs> I'm saying the entire team played well in that first half. Mm -hmm. They were great. Okay. Would you not? Would you disagree? I mean, they were good. They were all right. What do you mean they're all right, bro? They were up 33 to zero. Nick, that's called luck. And the second half is called bad coaching. Luck? Yeah. You blew a. Th Nick, it was 33 to zero. You don't think there's any luck involved in blowing a 33 point uh, lead? No, because that's one team insane, is significantly bro. better. That's insane. No, it's poor coaching. The guy's nah. never been a head coach. Bro, there is definitely luck involved when you blow a 33-point lead. Like, they just started gashing. There was luck involved with 28-3, to 3, bro. Like, just that's just what it is, dude. You need the you need luck. I understand Some that. calls go your way. Some calls don't. That's true. No. I, no. Like, yo, to me, Stefan Gilmore hit, that's not, a, that's not a flag. 
I'm with you. I know. Okay, I know. Yeah, I know he lunged at him, but he didn't hit him in the head. He hit him right in the fucking ball. He the ball was on his chest. He hit the ball. He was probably going for the ball. I don't think he was head hunting for him. No, he ain't that kind of like Stefan Gilmore is not that kind of player to go head hunting like that. He he does not do that. No, Nick, I understand that, but but I just That's I don't luck, understand bro. how you th- I don't understand how you find a positive in blowing a thirty three point lead. Like, I mean, there's no, nothing no, you take away no, from that. The positive is we performed well the first thirty minutes. If we could just I, translate that, that for the second half, we could be anybody. That would be the message that he would send to this team. I, I and, and he would and, and and they would believe him because they're like, yeah, we were fucking busting their ass thirty three nothing a half. And what happened? I'm with you, but that's my point, dude. I don't now, understand. But they will to, not recover from that. You the have rest to of the give year. coverage, though. In the worst moments, you have to give courage. That's a head coach, yeah. a leader. I get that's that. That's what I'm saying. I'm with you. I'm but with that's you. The message, that, that's what I'm saying. That's a positive for me because that would be like, all right, you're looking at it like you're looking at it half half empty. I'm looking at the glass half full. Yeah. Well, I mean, my, no, mine's. I, I just. I, I don't understand how. There's nothing that I'm encouraged by that. They will. They will not win a game the rest of the year. From that collapse, their season is done, and mentally, Jeff Saturday is me- mentally, mentally. Because there's not one one man on that team that walked into that locker room with any positivity or wanted to hear anything positive. I know I wouldn't. As, as, are you a competitor? I say I say it every day. Yeah, life. I know that. So <laughs> hey, if you blew that, dude, there's nothing. There's no way you recover from that, dude. Who did? All right, let's 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 just like let's stay on this topic real quick. So they play the Chargers, the Giants, and Texans. Yeah, L L L. You think they're losing to the Texans? Absolutely. The Texans have been playing a little, a little, a little tough, That's what bro. I'm saying, yeah. And Lovey Smith, I think he's dog shit, but he's better than Jeff Saturday. Yeah, I agree. They're losing. They're not going to recover from that. And now you have the burden of, on top of blowing that lead, now you have all the questions about Jeff Saturday. Those guys hear that. Those guys watch ESPN. They know the drill. Yeah, but what if they really fuck with Jeff Saturday and they're going to go to war for him? They could, but there's, there's, there. you can fuck with somebody and still – and still be real and say like, okay, you're not the guy for the job. Let them beat the Chargers this week. Bro. Oh my fucking god, dude! All right, we got to move on. We got to move on. Uh, give me your thoughts on the Vikings because I can't do this anymore. <laughs> What's your thoughts on the worst ten and three team you've ever seen? But that would be great. That'd be a great story. Um, if they play like this in the playoffs, they're gonna get bounced first round. Thirty nine points in the second half. Yeah, but that's not gonna happen against a good team. No. No. I put that on. I put that on everything. They they are not scoring thirty nine points against a good team. So you, you don't think you think they're you think they're scoring thirty nine points against the Eagles? The Eagles are the best team in the NFL. All right, I got you. But I'm talking about you're yeah you're in the playoffs. They're gonna play a good team. You think it was, you think they can score thirty nine points in the second half against the Giants? Let me ask you a question. Who's how, a better? How about the Commanders? Yeah. No, nah, I don't think so. Let me ask you who's a, who's a better who's a. Uh, I think the Commanders can beat them. You're out of your mind. I am not. They you're, lost by three. I know that. Okay, they lost by a last. And it happens. it happens. I know it happens. They will they bust can, their ass. I don't think so, but go ahead. Who's a better offense right now, the Vikings or the Jaguars? Uh, if you had to take one offense, I'm. I, I would go with the Vikings probably. Okay, what team just hung forty on the Cowboys? The Jags. Exactly. Okay. So the Vikings, the better offense, can hang forty on Dallas. The spot matters too, though. To a degree, yes. The spot matters. But I'm not gonna. But the that's Cowboys situational. was it 27 10 at halftime? Uh, I yes. think so. Yeah. So they let up 30 points. Yeah, that's in a, the that, second that's half. A, that's a collapse. So it's the same. It's the same thing that the Colts did, except in the first half. Collapse. It's yeah. a very. It's a. It's it's. It's a collapse. One and that's the what same. I'm saying. I, like, yeah. I, that's what I'm saying. Like the the Colts completely collapsed. Yeah. Just like the the Cowboys did. So like yeah, like the Vikings didn't impress me. I just think the Colts. Everybody Blue keeps sleeping shit. on these Vikings. I am so slept on. on I dude. know. 
I got my, I, I got, I'm tucked under the covers. You I got, got socks a, on? Nah, no socks. Okay. I don't wear, I don't wear socks when I go to bed. Okay. I don't either. I used no. to. I don't anymore though. No, nah, I, I let my, uh, my piggies out. You let your dogs eat? Yeah, I let my dogs eat. <laughs> <laughs> Stop sleeping on the Vikings. I told you, I've been saying this since March 22nd. It is documented on my Twitter at Mike Polidor. I've been saying this since March twenty second. Nuts, bro! This guy is crazy. No, I don't it's care what it's you skull, say. bro! It's skull. It's Ain't skull. No, it's skull. That's fucking insane. Skull. That's a, that's a thumbnail right there. That's thumbnail. Oh, right wait, there. Hold on. There we go. Look at him. Skull. Yeah, smile for me. Wait, can, <laughs> wait, get lower his frame. Yeah, well, now you look like uh, skull. Yeah. You look like a genie coming out of a fucking <laughs> bottle. Skull. That's exactly what it is. I've been right about them all hey, along. Yo, I've been saying it. Philly Phil in the building. The man. Vikings, the Vikings are the team to that are, that are going to surprise people in the playoffs in the NFC because every team is overlooking. I know they're going to be surprised they got bounced out the first round. Okay, That's we will say keep this too. Message this too because I'm I'm, I'm going to document this shit too because I'm coming. Skull, he said. Yo, yo they are the most slept on team in the NFC. Bro, if they would have lost this game, we ain't having this conversation. You'd be like, damn, yo, they have lost to the Colts. Yeah. And if, if my dick had a couple more inches, it'd be big. So I don't really know what to say on that. No, 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 no bro. That was a horrible performance in the first half. You're encouraged by that performance? Yeah, because it's not how you start, it's how you finish. I, I, I agree. But like that, if you play a good team, besides the Colts, a competent team, you are taking an L and you're getting embarrassed. I understand that, bro. That's but it, ha it happens. You it fuck happens. around and play like this in the in the playoffs, bro. You're out of here. You're out of here. I know, but it's not going to happen. We learn from it. We move on. We learn from it and move on. It's you got crazy. me saying we to the Vikings. Yeah, who do you think they're going to play in the first round? Um, the oh, Lions. I'm sorry. Who who are they losing to? They're going to play the Lions. Oh my god. Oh my god. If they play the Lions, that family, I am. Fucking here for it. No, you know what I'm sucks on that. It. You know what sucks on that. You want the Lions to win. I would root for the Lions, yep. and that would that would kill me because I really want the Lions and Dan Campbell to win so bad right now. They're like, like my second or third favorite team. I'm rooting for them like I root for the Eagles. I was cheering when I saw him scoring against the Jets. I love Dan that's Campbell, how bad bro. I want them to win. I actually yeah. will root against the Vikings and take the L and them getting bounced in the first round. Just to see Dan Campbell and the Lions succeed. And you know what's funny? I think the Lions could beat them because that game was played in a dome. And they're used to that, bro. That's that's their home. That's home turf, just like their home field. It's I in know. a dome. They're used to that. And it would be the rubber match. They're so used to. That. I mean, so are the Vikings. So for me, and, and it's division and clash, like division games, anything can happen, bro. Like that's what I'm like. I, yeah. I'm here for that. That would I be hope, amazing. I hope so. Me too. That'd be great. All right, we are moving on, guys. <sighs> oh wait, wait, wait. Let's go back to the. Uh, I have a question, real quick. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to burst your bubble. Go ahead. Um, if if Kirk Cousins does not win a playoff game, what do they do with him? Do, do they do they have to move on? No, no, no. They run it back. Hmm. He gets a lot of chances. He does. Okay. Deservedly so. He's a middle of the pack quarterback. He's good. All right. He's all right. All right. Fair. All right. Now, to... can I move on? Yeah, go ahead. I'm, Thank my you. My bad. I just it's potted. I'm I'm, I'm right. potted. Thank you. That's sir. what I'm doing. I'm asking right. a question related to the topic. Okay. I appreciate. It. I'll get you. I was just a little late to it. My my my, my thought process wasn't right. there. Thank you for granting my wish. Yeah. Bengals beat the Bumineers 34 to 23. Uh Tom Brady 89 and 0 when leading by seven, 17 or more points. Mm -hmm. 89 and 1. Yeah. His first eight loss season in his 20 years. Mm -hmm. What's going on, Nikki? <laughs> Nikki is fucking crazy, bro. You better talk to me like I'm yeah. a man. But yeah, bro, <laughs> Nikki I, is crazy. They blew a 17 point lead, family. I I, I know. I uh 
Does it say more about the Bucs or more about I, the Bengals? Let me ask you that. The Bucs. I don't think the Bengals did anything. I, I, I agree with you. That's why I'm asking because I actually agree with you because I watched that full game. I had some money on it. And the Bucs were up 17-0, and I'm like, I got they this. They played their bag. best first half I've seen the entire season. I was like, yo, that team can win the Super Bowl. They look like a formidable offense. That and was a for- team that can win the Super Bowl. Yep. Right there, that first half, like, yo, you were up 17-3 against the Bengals. Like, they're not a slouch team. And you played your best fucking half. That is That was the team that everybody was waiting for. That first half. And then collapse, bro. I, again, between discipline errors like the, the 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 fake punt with Gio Bernard that was it I knew from that moment it was over do, do we have any clarity on that I mean he just said that it was all on him miscommunication but yeah, I don't but he but then when they asked him was it a fake he said no yeah I, I have no idea I just think he's covering for an already like messed up coaching staff to be honest I like I just so. believe there is no togetherness and cohesiveness between Tom Brady Todd Bowles Byron Leftwich. Uh, I can't think of the uh, D coordinator's name. Uh, I know Todd Bowles, I think, calls the plays. But I just, there's nothing there. They are not a unit. They're not together. They're not one. Like, they're just, they're poorly coached. They're they're poor in, in, in clutch situations. Their situational football is terrible. They, they struggle to gain three yards outside of the first half. But, like, I, I said this a couple months ago. Like, is it Tom Brady or is it Todd Bowles? Now, Tom Brady looked horrible in that third quarter. That was one of the worst quarters I've ever seen where he actually looked washed, throwing picks, fumbling and shit. But I still, to me, it's all about coaching with this team. They're just not a good team. Yeah. Talk to me. Keep going. I just, like, I I, I can't believe it. I, it doesn't make any sense to me that a Tom Brady-led team is this fucking bad. So I need I need to hear from you because you're the Tom Brady guy. Um, I Again... The first half, we were, we, we were, because I know you have money on it. We were talking and uh, we were texting about it. And what I say, I said, wow, they are actually doing play action. They are getting, they are letting Brady be Brady, let him open up the field, do what he does, the motions. The motions were working. Everything they did in their first half completely went away in the second half. Um, and I, I just, it's really inexplainable. Like, I, I don't even know. I, I was watching two different teams. I was watching. They're bipolar. I was watching the 2020 Bucks in the first half, and then I was watching the 2022 Bucks in the second half. That's exactly what I was watching. Yeah, I'm dead serious because that team in the first half was the team that everybody was, you know, thinking that that's who they were going to be. That that was the team. Like it was just it, it, the Bucks ran 11 play action plays out of 40 in the first half against the Bengals. Tom Brady was eight of 11 for 115 passing yards on these plays. They ran a total of three out of 30 offensive plays in the second half. Two of three, 21 yards. Explain that. Why are you getting away from things that fucking work? Why? You got you got Mike Evans involved. He he, he was getting open. You, I just don't, I don't understand. I know. I, I again, that's why it leads me to believe this has to be coaching because it just doesn't make any sense. The offense is so like here or there. It's talented. They're full of talent. The the problem is it's 
when you lose that, I mean, the offensive line is it's, it's hard, man. Like he's, it's, it's tough. They, they were getting after Brady in the second half. Well, he got hit seven or eight times in back-to-back games. I yeah. think seven times the game before this against the Niners and then seven against the Bengals. He's an old ass man. He can't get hit like that. Yeah, that's what I'm and saying. And it also goes down to, too, like they're saying like, oh, he's throwing the ball so quickly. Well, yeah, when you got five guys in your face, like Brady needs to get the ball out quick, dude. He can't get hit like that. But he's always done that. He's always gotten the ball out quick. He wants you to be at a certain spot. That's where he's going to put the ball. But he knows he's got the timing of the of the guys. Like he's so used to that, bro. The other problem is, though, Nick, you got to understand the guys are not getting on their spots, too, because instead of it being you know, three seconds, it, it's two seconds or two and a half. And he's got the guys in his face. So he can't even get through his reads. He can't progress through anything. Yeah. He just I, doesn't I, have that split, that extra split second. But he lost his football game. This was, this was 100% the blame goes to Brady. He played his worst game. Um, I've seen in a long time. Huh? Uh, that third quarter was horrendous. What? Did I, did I stutter? Wow. Can we run the tape? Did I stutter? Damn. What's in that coffee? Humility? No, it's just, it's, it's a buck. <laughs> that's what it is it's a buck bro what do you want me to say like i'm being honest like yo you, you threw two picks right yeah that cost the team that cost that guy you can't turn the ball over they're gonna convert a good team like cincinnati who's on the road who needed a spark you gave them four of them you know what's crazy you gave them four sparks and i it's just like <laughs> the one that he fumbled you know um when he was getting sacked that's his fault. He's got to protect the football. But again, like he needs, he he he's getting hit back there. So he like he's got to be able to be a little bit uh, better with that. Um, but the one, the handoff to to Lenny, that was one hundred percent Tom Brady. That is not a Fournette fumble. Um, I know a lot of people were were blaming Fournette, but again, people don't watch the full video. Um, they just kind of go off a narrative, and I'm not here for that. Brady deserves 100 percent the blame. They, he lost he lost his game for the box. You know what's crazy? And you know what's funny? He he would actually he, he'll admit that. He would admit that. He lost his game for them. And that, and that's that's just what it is, man. And it's just it's just one of those. I I, I want to call it an anomaly because I've never seen Tom Brady fumble a hand a handoff. I don't think he's ever done that in his career. Here's the thing: when they went down 20, I believe it was 27 17. But they'll say that's what about, time. What about seven seven minutes left? I texted my brother and I said, I still wasn't that worried. I mean, I was, you know, saying what the fuck 50 times. But I still was like, if there's one guy that can do it, it's him. And I'm thinking in my head, like, I'm gonna have to hear Nick all Tuesday about how he's the best in the world. He's oh, he 45 years old, this, that, and the third. And I, I really did want him to win. He is the best. But um that was just what is like on the flip side of that? Does this tell you anything about Joey B and the Bengals? No, they didn't do anything spectacular. I mean, they came back from 17 points. Their defense, I mean, yeah, you could definitely say their defense. Um, because here's the problem if that was Tom Brady that came back, you would be crowning them. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm not like, I'm not knocking the, the, the comeback, but the game was giving on a silver platter to Bengals, bro. They got every, every single. Like, even on special teams, the Bucks, like, the guy is running it out, and he's literally inside the 10. Like, they're starting their drives inside the 10. That's not complimentary football, bro. You're putting your offense in a bad spot. Take the fucking knee. Get the 25 and then call it. But you're running it out, and you're getting to the nine-yard line. Like, you're not helping out your offense either. Like, special teams has no juice. Special teams is horrible. They do. I actually they think they're the worst, worst in the league. Special, yeah, they're putting their offense in horrible situations. And when you are a struggling offense, you need to move the ball. You need, you got to put them in a better situation. You got to know. 
Like that is that there's a, there's a, there's more to to just Brady. You know what I mean? But like the team in general just played play poorly i thought their defense played fantastic they did uh the first half second half i think they just got a little bit tired i, I actually mean, don't because here's the thing bro when you're starting every drive from the 30 yard line you're going to give up some points. Oh, oh absolutely but i think they got a little gas <laughs> towards the end yeah absolutely. i mean yeah that, but they held them to field goals for the first i think two on the, the first two turnovers. the third quarter ate them alive yeah, yeah i mean they were on the field the entire third quarter because literally. the bucks literally couldn't keep the ball and they couldn't stop the bleeding it was like one after the other and it's like all right dude like this game's over now because you gave the Bengals all the momentum. You were up 17 to three. You've been struggling all 17 year. 17 zero. It was 17 0. 17 0. Yeah. 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 My, I'm talking about the half. Oh, okay. Like, like, like going into the third quarter. Oh, yeah. So yeah, it's yeah, like gotcha. you were, we were probably feeling yourself a little bit, but you haven't done shit. So I don't know. This, this Bucks team is just really weird, but I, I just, they're just too inconsistent to trust. You know what? Um, it's funny, dude, with, jo with Joe Burrow. And I know I love him and I got the love fest for Joe, but. See that break that he just got with this game? He just, dude, it just, the shit bounces his way. Now, I know he lost the Super Bowl, but, like, something about Burrow, dude. He's calm. He's poised. Like, for him to win that game against Tom Brady, that's awesome, dude. Like, I, I, I'm i telling you, man, Joe Burrow is the real deal, dude. He is the most slept-on quarterback in the entire NFL. They got lucky, though. And, you, like you said, luck I'm gonna is tell involved. You one, I'm going to tell you one play that sticks out of my head, Mike. Mm -hmm. Do you remember when they sacked Joe Burrow at the 50? That was by, the game. by a minus 27. He lost 27 yards. And I said that was up until that point. That was the worst game I've ever seen Joe Burrow play. He got pummeled that the Bucks would have got the ball back and it would have been over at the 50 yard line. It would have been over. Yeah. Yep. And that's where like, see, like those kind of plays are like, I feel like the Bucks are kind of shooting themselves in the foot. I get it. The holding, it had nothing to do with the play. It yeah, had I agree. Zero to do with the play, bro. Like literally nothing. The guy was literally under the rest. He he didn't even see the guy. The guy was holding because he didn't know he was still in the pocket. Obviously, the guy was scrambling for his life. And then Burrow goes, you know, backwards for twenty-seven yards on fourth down. By the way, it's hard, right? Fourth down that changed the entire game. So those are the kind of plays that you know win you a game and lose you a game. Because if they get that, the Bucs, we're, we're having a different conversation about the Bucs. And it's momentum. It's a galvanizing moment. Mm -hmm. The group is there. You made a yeah. big play on that. Like that. And because, like I said, for Joe Burrow to even be in that situation, like even I was watching, I texted you about yeah. that. I said, this is the one of the worst games I've ever seen Joe Burrow yeah. play. Like you can't, you cannot under any circumstance ever do that. You know what that reminded me of? Mm. One of them Carson Wentz plays where he tried to get out of something and he just, he threw that pick or he got sacked for 50 yards. Yeah. You can't do that. Those aren't winning games. Totally agree. But he got bailed out by a by a uh, a call that I super bailed out, bro. I, I don't. You you super can't make that call. Out, you can't make that call because when the hell the holding happened, Joe Burrow was running backwards. He yes. was already running backwards. It didn't impact the play. Here it is. So on that drive, the Bucks were actually up seventeen to six. Yes. Right. It was fourth and three. The Bengals were obviously kind of pressing. They had a good spot. It was fourth and three, right? I believe yeah. he gets sacked and they would have been at the Tampa Bay 47 yard line, right? Near the 50. It would be 17 to six. The Bucks had the momentum now. They took back control of the game after a couple of miscues, right? Yep. And then now that would have changed the entire complexion of the game. You go down and get three. Okay. Leading. We stopped the bleeding. We have momentum on our side. Let's just play our brand of football. Let's put so now we're building confidence because now we're putting it all together. We're playing for four quarters now. Like it's it would start to click, right? Like, you know what I mean? Like 
interception after 17-6. And then, you know, that play just changed the the whole game to the point where, like, it, it's questionable, bro, because it's like it had nothing to do with the play. Yeah. That's what's frustrating about it, I think. Phil's got it on the screen. Look at it. Look. Yeah, that's it. There you go. At the 50-yard line. At the 50-yard line, he gets sacked. And, and look, that, look, Devin look, White's look, going crazy. Everybody's going crazy. Everybody is going and look, insane. That's what I'm talking look, about. Right here. It happened so quickly. It had nothing to do with the play. Joe Burrow was already running backwards. You lost 27 yards on a fourth and three. That's what I mean. Those plays, you cannot, you cannot under any circumstance. And it is 17 to six. You wow. cannot un, under any circumstance not much, capitalize on that. How much time moment. was left? Eight minutes left in the third quarter. Yep. I mean, if the Bucks go down and score a touchdown, you're looking at 24-6. Uh, Even at 20 to six. And your defense is playing well. Yeah. So you completely took their soul. Yeah. So that was that was complete. <laughs> Yo, that was the play that defined that game. Yep. For me. That Absolutely. was the play. That was the play that defined the Bucks season. Yeah. What can go wrong will go wrong. And again, I can't believe I'm saying that about a Tom Brady led team. Yeah. But that's just the way it is. All right. Enough on them, guys. We are moving on to our last topic before we get the facts or cat. Psychotic and iconic. The Raiders. Gary Vee just texted me. <laughs> the Echo Raiders. <laughs> the Echo Raiders beat the Patriots 30 to 24 in one of the most sloppy games of the year. <laughs> Bum and bummier. Um, the battle of the buttest. Yo, that ending was fire. I, I can't believe that's never happened before. Like, yeah, that was cool as shit, bro. Call what it was. It was cool. Like, yo, you saw the Chandler Jones stiff arm Mac Jones into the fucking cross of the earth. Like <laughs> that's a dope play. What happened? Dope what play. happened here? Like, I, aside from awful quarterback play, I think uh, Mac Jones had like 114 yards passing, um, which is just he he doesn't have anybody. So, and again, I don't want to shit on Mac Jones because I'm actually getting to the point now I'm where that excuse. But go ahead. I'm defending the narrative on Mac a little bit. Right. Last it. year he performed well under under McDaniel's. Correct. He performed well. Yeah. And this year you follow up with having Matt Patricia. He's a defensive coordinator and a failed head coach with they the Lions. A, they made a mistake, Mike. They're, they just, they they stink. No, they made, a, they made a big mistake with that. I mean, you just hurt the kid's growth. Pause. Yeah. Like, for real. Like, he completely regressed from last year. I, I tried to tell you. He's thrown for 1,500 yards less. I mean, yeah, all, you know, albeit he missed a couple games yeah. with the Bailey Zappy shit, but he's been horrible. Um, you know, I just I thought the kid has a lot of upside. I still do. I, I still believe in Mac Jones. I really do. I, I like the kid. I think Mac Jones can play. I think I really play. do. Like I know I made made jokes and said that he's mid because I always thought that he didn't have the ceiling of a Josh Allen or even a Trevor Lawrence or something like that. I never thought that he had that ceiling, but his floor to me isn't this low. And it's unfair because yeah. he has no weapons on the highest wide receiving payroll, I think, or a wide receiver and tight end payroll in the league. Correct. And they're all bums. Not that they're bums, but they're all mid-level guys. Like Nelson Aguilar is a is a great three. He's a one. He's not that. Right. Jacoby Myers, maybe a great four. Nah, and he's a two. I would say he's a, a three. I, I, I would say two. Yeah, he can he's play. Jacoby Myers guy. can play a little play. bit. He's good. But I'm just saying, like, it's you're not giving him anything to work with. And then on top of not having weapons, you don't get him an offensive coordinator that knows what he's doing. 
Um, like it's just setting him up to fail. Yeah, I, I think so. But I, I feel like Mac Jones is kind of mature. Like I feel like he's way ahead. Like I think he, like he he's just something about him that he's mature. Like he he's got, vocal. He dude. got up to that podium. He is vocal. That is true. I that didn't is, see that dog in him. He does have that dog. He does. He he's got that little grit to him. Um, I think you know every every quarterback should have that. Um, especially as a competitor. But what's really underrated about Mac is that like he took ownership of that too. Like he was like, yeah, I should have made the tackle. Like that's all me. Like, that's not on him. Dude. No, but I know. But, but that's being a leader. That's like that's him picking up for his teammates, knowing that they fucked up. But you could put it on me. I should have made that tackle, so we wouldn't have this conversation. You know who? That's could, why. That's who he is, and that's somebody I could ride with. Do bro. you know who should learn from him and should watch that for the next week? Zach Wilson. Yeah, but because that earns you respect in your locker room. I'm just saying. Like you said, bro, you go out there and you took the blame for a bonehead play. You got to remember, though, he 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 came from the Saban yeah. program. He knows. He went from Bill Belichick Jr. Correct. That's absolutely correct. So yeah. he knows. He's been he's 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 into a more professional environment yeah. than Zach Wilson. That's why he's more mature. Yeah. And that's that's who you want as a leader in your team. And I think he could be that guy. I I just think they 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 gave him a, a, an unfair shake. I like Mac Jones, but. The bottom line is he's missed a lot of throws too. That regardless of who he has on the outside, you got to make. Regardless, I don't care. He missed a wide open uh, Johnny Smith in the end zone. I agree. That was he airmailed him. He was it was a fucking easy touchdown. Literally, Zach Wilson would have scored. But that that also comes with bro. It's hard to get in rhythm. Like when your I, offense has no when your offense has no buzz. But you're and a no professional, juice. bro. You got to make that throw. I mean, Aaron Rodgers missed one last night. Absolutely, but they're they're gonna make throws. They're humans. Yeah, it happens. Like yo, like this narrative of of them being perfect is so is so crazy. Yeah, they're gonna make mistakes. I get it. But like as a development, you know, like as a developed player, like those are the easy ones. Though, like you could fuck up, but you gotta hit those easy ones. Like we could have threw a touchdown pass if he was wet, wide open. Well, I'm him. Well, uh, speak on it, King. Speak on it, King. Yeah. So you know how that goes. Yeah. No, I know. But like, I I want to see him kind of uh progress um but it, again it's just not his fault but i i just i'm worried about his future in new england i'm gonna i'm gonna be, i'm gonna be real me too it's gonna be interesting now real fast before we move on the fracture cap do you think that's the craziest ending to a game you've ever seen when i watched that and i was trying to think of another one i didn't watch the bills and the oilers so i can't i can't relate the look the 28 to 3 was wild um, but that's in totality like at, to end a game with zeros on the clock yeah yeah that's different that like I know it wasn't a big game. It's just simply the way it went down. Was there ever a kickoff return? The one at Auburn years back. That was crazy too, actually. Remember that the Auburn game? I think it was a bowl game. That was pretty crazy. Um the Deshaun Jackson one against the Giants. Yeah. But like a 30 or 40 yard run gets pitched to Jacoby Myers, who throws the ball back to Mac Jones, who gets intercepted by Chandler Jones. Yeah. And scores on a 40 yard run. And plants Mac Jones into the ground. But that's why I like Mac, man. Like, yo, he was like, yo, I should have made that tackle, bro. Like, that's fucking awesome, dude. Like, I want to play for him, bro. <laughs> I'm a Mac. I'm a Mac guy. You want to be his center? No. Oh. No, I don't want his fingers in my ass, bro. All right. <laughs> I'm good. All right, guys. We are moving on to our final topic. Facts or cat? Psychotic and iconic. All right, Nick, number one. Mm. Dan Campbell's Lions make the playoffs. Facts. Facts. They went out. They went out. I agree. And they will make, I don't know if they can get to this. They will get to the sixth seed, I think, because of the tie. Sincerely. Because the Giants would be 9-5-1. They're going to they're gonna beat the Vikings, and then they're, then they're going to play Philly. And then that's going to be a big buzz game because they played. The, they wouldn't play the Vikings. Why? They would play the Niners, I believe. Who? 
No, nah, if, if they're if they're six seed, yeah, the Niners are going to be the three seed. Don't um, leapfrog the Giants. The Giants would be nine five or I'm ten five. About and this, one. I'm talking about the divisional round. Oh, okay, okay, I got you. Damn, that's crazy. All right, yeah, they are a playoff team. We both agree. Matt Ryan is a Hall of Famer. Cat, cat, you got to wear them two L's, bro. You're got part of MVP, the two. But so what? You're the two biggest L's in comeback history. You got to wear that, bro. And I've been saying it for years, dude. This guy gets pass after pass for routinely coming up short in big games. It is some shit. Well, he's never been regarded as the best uh, quarterback in the league either. He, I don't, I, rightfully ever, so. I mean, top three either. I can argue. No, you, he had his MVP year. He was great. Oh, that's one year. He had Kyle Shanahan. That's one year out of, out of the whole book. You only have one chapter. Yeah, I, I, I can't rock with a Hall of Famer. Yeah, no, I think I don't think he's a Hall of Famer either. Russ is more to blame than Nathaniel Hackett. Sure looks like it. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Cat. Finally, we disagree. I'm saying facts. Why? Brett Ripien was 21 of 26 for like a buck 80, a touchdown. I think he had a pick too. They. He scored 24 points. That was that was the most points they scored all year, except they scored 28 against the Chiefs and Russ was out. Okay. I said this a few months ago. Russell Wilson walked off of a cliff so steep that nobody can believe it. I th Nathaniel Hackett had some issues with time management, clock management, and things like that. The biggest issue in Denver is Russell Wilson. I, I, I agree with you, but also Hackett didn't help Russ either. He was pretty bad at yeah. coaching as well. No, so, no, I know that, but I think it's more on Russell Wilson because I just saw Brett Ripien perform. Well, decent. I know, but if Hackett, if 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 Ripien was starting earlier and Hackett was still making those boneheaded coaching uh, miscues, they would have still lost, in my opinion. I guess, but I, I mean, still with with the bottom ranked offense and things, I just think it's more on it's more on Russ. Okay. I think it's more more Russ, and I think that over the next year or two, you will see that. Oh no, I, I think everybody's it's already done. seeing it. It's yeah. done. It's okay. over for him. And now right. he's, yeah, he's he's washed. If the Chargers make the playoffs, they will be the most dangerous team in the AFC. Cat. Wow. I got facts on that. How come? I got the Dolphins. They're the most dangerous team. I I team with Tyreek Hill, who's been there, done that. Uh, Jalen Waddle on the outside, like they're dynamic players. Two is playing outstanding football. I like their their team. They, I think they're a team. Like they hung in there in Buffalo. That gives me a lot of confidence for them to. Um, to really take on a a, a Buffalo team yeah. and and that cold and those elements that that was what impressed me. Um, so I think they're the most dangerous team. I'm saying facts. Um, I think the Chargers are scary as hell if they could just get it together. If they make the playoffs, dude, nobody's gonna want to play them because they have firepower everywhere. I agree. I mean, and you're talking on offense. You got Herbert, Eckler, Williams, Keenan, Gerald Everett has come into himself. So I just. The Chargers, man, if they make the playoffs, if you're if you're Buffalo at a second seed or you're the Chiefs at a second seed, you want nothing to do with that game. I agree, but have they ever played in the snow? What if they got to play in the snow? That's I mean, where, look, that's, that's fair, where but I'm it's, at it's it. L.A. That's so, where I'm so, at. So, yeah, I'm with you on that. That's where I'm at but, with it. That's yeah. why I made my decision on the Dodgers. I got you. Yeah. Now they have experience. I agree, but that's a very good point. I didn't think of it in that matter, but I just think that it's, it's in terms of just loads and loads of talent. They're a team that can be very sneaky in a six or seven seed. Mm. All right, the Jags will win the AFC South. This was my this was my other team that was another uh, dangerous team. They are nothing to lose, bro. And Dougie P's got balls, cause and he can balls. coach. Yeah, he's got he don't give a shit, yo. He'll go he'll go for it. Like, we know that he makes yeah. So it's it's a gift and a curse, but for the Jags team, it fits perfectly because nobody's nobody's expecting them to win. Um, so they were my second team, but I'm gonna say facts. 
I am saying it too. I said this a few weeks ago. The rest of their schedule, they play the Jets on Thursday. They're going to bust their ass. Mm -hmm. Then they play the Raiders. They're going to bust their ass because they're better coached. And then they finish out against Tennessee. I don't know. Real fast, let me look at the... Uh, you think they're going to bust uh, the Jets' ass? Yeah. That's going to be a close game. What? The Jets? The Jets are home. Yeah, they're going to they're gonna trash them. They're not, they can't score with them. They have Zach Wilson. Emotional the Titans win, play the Texans this, Texans this week. That's a dub. Then they play the Cowboys. That game could be meaningful for the Cowboys. Then they play the Jaguars. Okay. So that it could come down to the division on January 8th. That'd be great. Yeah. And I think the Jaguars are going to do it because I think the Jags are better than the Titans. The Titans need a quarterback. They got more talent, I think. They need a quarterback. They got fresh talent. Yep. I think that's what it is. Like the Tannehills, he got hurt. And then and I said that my thought not polished. I, I said earlier in the uh earlier in the year that Doug Peterson was the best head coach in that division. I still believe that. But Mike Vrabel is excellent. I love Vrabel. And I always will believe in Vrabel because I believe that he can get it done because he can now coach people. I don't think it was his fault that AJ Brown left. Absolutely not. I think he's mad at the he's front office for that. that shit. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I agree. All right. And then last one before we take off. The Bills are a top five team in the NFL. Facts. I'll say facts. But. But what? It's close. What, name your five. Balls. I would say the Eagles are definitively better. <laughs> name your five is crazy, man. <laughs> the Eagles are better. I, I was like, whoa. <laughs> Eagles are better. The Chiefs are better. The Bengals are better. Um, I think... No, nah, I can't say them. I don't know. I would say they're a top five team, actually. I'll say facts. I will say facts. Okay, I got... I got I'll say Eagles, Chiefs, um, and then I think it's maybe the Bengals. And then I'll put the Bills there, four. Yeah, I would say I would have the Bills definitely at four or five. Um, Who's damn? That's that's a good ass fucking. I would say the, end. Let's talk about that real quick. What do you think? Who is you? Here's the, the thing. Five? I would say the 49ers if Jimmy G was there. Okay, but I can't go Brock Purdy. However, oh, you okay. could make the right. argument about the Vikings, but who would you take, the Niners or the Vikings? Who do you trust more? Like team wise, to go to go farther in the playoffs. Who who do you think has the more potential to go to the Super Bowl between the two teams? The Vikings. I'm gonna say the Niners because I, I like their defense better. Yeah. So here's the thing. It's it's difficult, and I know what you're saying there. It's just for me, like I can't get over Brock Purdy. It's the playoff, and he though. has to he has to get into that environment. It will be different. I agree. So you know, I I, I don't know, and Shanahan doesn't has a very spotty record without Jimmy G. True. So you know, and he's also the author of blowing of blowing big games. So you're not you're not believing the birdie, uh, the Purdy man is. No, I'm not in on that. Not until Jalen Hurst starts getting his respect, because it took all of two weeks for all of two games for the media to fall in love with Brock Purdy, but we still question Jalen Hurst. No, I I I think you're wrong on that assessment. I think you're looking at it differently, bro. I think you're looking at it wrong. I think you, you got to understand the the storyline. Like, he's a Mr. Irrelevant. Nobody really is in the league at Mr. Irrelevant or makes an impact like he has um, to the team. And now that he's, like, taken over, like, a Super Bowl contending team and he's playing his part and keeping the engine going, I think that's the story. But it's let me like, ask you a question. It's a, it's a great story, bro. It's a, it's a, I, I, I appreciate those kind of So stories. last year when Jalen Hurts went 9-8, and eight, with a rookie head coach, a second-round pick, came in behind Carson Wentz, took over a franchise in turmoil mm -hmm. that was looking down, looking bad. Half the locker room was split. They love Nick Foles. They love Carson Wentz. Mm -hmm. Jalen Hurts is a better leader. Amidst all that bullshit in that locker room, Jalen Hurts leads the team to the playoffs and follows it up with a 13-1 and season, MVP favorite, 
22 touchdowns, three interceptions, 13 rushing touchdowns. Um, and we, that's not a good story. Cause I think that story is more impressive than Mr. Irrelevant winning a game and a half. No, I, I don't disagree with you. I think, I think people are, I mean, look, bro, he, he can't be overlooked if he's the MVP favorite. You still, you just have people saying, is he, is it him or the system? Who? Jalen Hurts. I, I, I mean, well, not for I, nothing. I don't believe that. The line That's opened, not my thoughts. No, no, I That's know that. Somebody else. But I'm saying that you had the the line when the line opened up against the Cowboys. The Cowboys were minus one and a half. Jalen Hurts isn't playing. The line was at six or seven. So obviously, it's not just a system because the lines didn't shift when the 49ers went to Brock Purdy. The Niners stayed the same because of the overall team. But when you lost your main ingredient for the Eagles, the line swung six points. There's something to be said in that. I'm not disagreeing with you, but what I'm saying is, is that I think he gets the credit. I don't think people are um, – I, I I mean, look, if you're the MVP favorite, you're doing something, bro. Like, otherwise, Mahomes would be the favorite. Well, then you have a case. And I'm like, all right. I'm looking at it, I'm like, all right, well, that's crazy. How? how? Like, no, Jalen Hurts is the best player this year. Like, I, I don't, it's not arguable for me. Yeah. No, I know, dude. I'm with you. I'm with you. Besides Mahomes. Yeah. That's you, – you can make a case, but it depends on what you favor more. Do you favor that – you know, a passing quarterback, or do you prefer a dual threat? Yeah, I agree. Let's pick your poison. I'm with you. I'm with you. Thank you, guys. That concludes episode 129. Thank you to everybody that shared, commented, and was in there with us. I hope you guys had as much fun as we did. Off to Nick P. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. We appreciate all the love, support, and the comments. If you guys haven't done so, please don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell on YouTube. We are also available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeart, Megaphone, Stitcher, and all that other shit. Also, follow us on all of our social platforms as you do not want to miss our daily content on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. And we will see you guys this Thursday at PI, baby. Got what Dale was again. <laughs> Jack Herrera. <laughs>